0: Welcome to another episode of Face Your Fears with Jordan Spears, and I am your host, Jordan Spears. Uh, Tonight, we're going to continue with the trend of Phantasm. Gonna watch Phantasm 4, came out in 1998, still written and directed by Don Coscarelli, still got the tall man, still got balls, and Reggie Bannister is still in it. So, uh, without further ado, let's see how, uh, Phantasm Four is. Oh, wait, before I go, I just gotta say real quick, I'm, like, really excited for Crypticon this weekend. Like, maybe too excited, if that's possible? It's the first convention I've been to since 2019, and the last one I went to was Crypticon. So I guess it's appropriate And I'm very excited because Joe Bob Riggs is going to be there, and I have been watching Joe Bob Riggs since I was but a wee lad uh, on TNT when he was the host of Monster Vision. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty dope. I'm going to spend probably too much money, and it's going to be fun. I'm very excited about it. All right, that's all I had to say. Anyway, on to Phantasm IV Oblivion. That's the the subtitle of the movie. If you couldn't if you couldn't tell, it's 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 Phantasm IV Oblivion. So that's you know, maybe things will be obliterated. Maybe things will you know maybe maybe everything ends. Who knows? Who knows? So I'm about uh, ah, 16 minutes in. Uh so far this one is a lot less breakneck, uh, pacing wise compared to Phantasm Three. But as a quick side note, I did just want to bring up the fact that uh Angus Scrimm is just so good as the tall man. He really doesn't have like a ton of dialogue through the series or anything. Anytime he's on screen, you really can't help but but just watch him. Like, he he has a very commanding presence. And, uh, man, yeah, he just played the Tall Man so well. I hope this is a movie that doesn't end up getting a remake. Just because I don't... I really don't see anybody that could do the Tall Man like Angus Scrimm could, you know? Also... So far, uh, the terrifying child from Phantasm 3 is not in this movie, which is great because, I mean, even though he was a hero, technically, that kid had dead eyes. He would have double-crossed him at some point. I know it. Also, Reggie Bannister as Reggie, the ex-ice cream salesman turned butt kicker, is, I don't know, just a really genuinely likable character uh, and he just seems like a really cool dude. I met him, like, in 2009 at the first ever Crypticon that I went to, and he was very nice, uh, and it seems like his character is kind of more of an extension of his own personality. Also, man, the ongoing plot of these movies is very convoluted. I, I'm a little lost, but I don't think it's because, you know, I wasn't picking up what was being thrown down I think that these movies are just kind of confusing uh nothing wrong with that I enjoy Italian movies and I could not tell you what the plot of most of those movies are I'm just along for the ride and uh what a ride it has been thus far anyway back to the movie the plot in this one is definitely taking its time and meandering a little bit uh especially compared to the ridiculous pacing of the last few but it seems like we're gonna get some tall man background in here which is pretty cool uh hopefully it fills in what this dude's all about and how he came to be and if he is indeed a human or an alien or an extra-dimensional being or all of the above or none of the above or whatever his story is also one thing that's very cool Is, uh, they are using unused footage or deleted scenes from the first Phantasm movie as flashbacks in this one. I feel like that's a really cool way of doing it. Uh, because, yeah, you get to see just neat stuff that you wouldn't see otherwise. And it's, uh, with the original, you know, actors from years and years and almost 30 years ago at the time. Or 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. More, uh evidence that I'm bad at math anyway yeah just very uh very neat I uh I I appreciate them doing that oh man they're starting to hit us with a little bit of tall man backstory because Mike went through one of the tall man's portals and it transported him to the past at some point uh looked like maybe 1800s And uh, he met the normal human version of the tall man. And he was just a really kind grandpa-looking dude. Uh, And offered him lemonade, which was pretty sweet. I guess his name originally was Jebediah Morningside. Also, just gotta say, a lot of this movie is taking place in the desert. And I don't know if it's still supposed to be in Oregon or not. But I'm calling him out on something. Mike has a, uh, he like wakes up and there's a scorpion on him. And uh, it's an emperor scorpion. And uh, emperor scorpions are native to Africa. They are not in the United States. You can buy them at pet stores. But emperor scorpions, the black ones with the the big claws. Yeah, those are are not native to the U.S. So I'm calling them out. I'm calling them out. They should have used a bark scorpion. Even though that's dangerous, I will not stand for inaccurate wildlife in my horror movies. This is where I put my foot down. Oh, man. Spheres coming out of some boobs. It's like the Fembots in Austin Powers, but it's it's not guns, it's spheres. Wow. Also, apparently if you use a tuning fork, you can just make them blow up. So, huh, I thought this movie wasn't as crazy as, uh, the third one, but I definitely, uh, didn't expect to see that. Huh. <laughs> Alright, so now I have finished Phantasm Four: Oblivion, and, uh, interesting. Definitely interesting. I don't exactly know where the story's gonna go, because I know it took them, let's see... Phantasm 4 came out in 1998. Phantasm 5 Ravager came out in 2016. So uh a little bit of a gap. Not sure how many uh plot lines and all that are continued, but I mean as dense and confusing as this series is, it does seem like it shares one plot thread. So it it might actually make sense in its own way. Uh, the lore in this one definitely um, definitely was expanded upon. You get to see uh, the tall man before he becomes the tall man. And literally, it's just like, alright, you know his name. He got obsessed with figuring out what happens after we die. So he makes a portal. And then he goes through it. And he comes back. And he's the tall man. You don't get to see anything that happened in that span. He, uh, he he walks through the portal. Ten seconds later, he comes back totally evil. So, uh, apparently, when you die, nothing good happens. Also, this movie, three car explosions. What is this, a Fast and the Furious movie? I thought it was Phantasm Four. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of neat. I'm consistently surprised that they blow up really dope cars, usually in, like, very weirdly good explosions. Uh, Don Coscarelli certainly knows how to film them, which is pretty cool. I don't remember any explosions in Bubba Hotep. I'll have to give that a a rewatch and see. I also don't remember any in John Dies at the end, but uh, it's also been a long, long time. I just remember the meat monster in that one. Yeah, overall, I thought that this was, uh... Yeah, pretty solid. Definitely uh, definitely not as insane as Phantasm 3. Uh, it seems like they kind of got rid of a lot of the humor and went back to kind of more of its roots, I suppose. Also, in the body count in this is very low. Uh, I mean, there's uh, some dwarves that get blown up and stuff, but overall, I mean, you get like the the sphere boob lady. I guess she's already dead. As a must be a tall man minion, not really sure, but like that's a thing. At one point, Reggie gets pulled over by like a zombie cop, and it looks like uh, the makeup's like a mix between like the 1997 Spawn movie, uh, where Michael J. White, like when he's not you know masked up as Spawn, he just has the burnt head. It looks like a mix between that and uh, Bio Cop which was a fake trailer uh, included with the classic film Manborg. Also, that same director did uh, Psycho Goreman, and there is a character in that that is based off of Biocop. So, if you took burnt Michael Jai White and mixed him with Biocop, you would get this weird, horrible-looking mutant police officer that shows up for a little bit. Uh, in Phantasm Four, before conveniently getting blown up in a car explosion. So I guess that's just how things go in Phantasm. You either get a sphere or you get blown up. So yeah, definitely, uh, oh, check it out. I I mean, if if you're watching these movies, there's no reason to not continue. Um, They don't get, like, bad. They're entertaining and fun throughout. Uh, which is better than you can say for a eh, pretty good chunk of franchises. I mean, I guess every franchise uh, will have its missteps, but I feel like Phantasm has been pretty consistent. Uh, There hasn't been like, I don't know, what's a bad sequel? There hasn't been a Halloween resurrection yet. (laughs) they haven't uh they haven't needed to get buster rhymes involved in uh, a phantasm film as of yet but hey i haven't seen phantasm five anyway the point is uh the phantasm movies are pretty consistent uh ranking wise i'd have to say that uh well i'm kind of reconsidering my ranking now would probably be two one three four from Best to worst, but yet again, like Phantasm Four, not a bad movie. Like just because it is my last on my ranking, like it's very watchable. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's good stuff. I have no idea if these movies are streaming anywhere because uh, I'm just watching them uh, on my Blu-ray box set so that I can you know justify spending uh, money on them. But you know, if you uh, have the means if they are streaming somewhere or if you want to you know buy them i say go for it cuz uh they're <laughs> they're definitely a wild ride and uh they they deserve to be talked about more honestly these uh these movies are really really solid and i feel like um you know hardcore horror fans know about them obviously but the general public probably isn't as uh hip to the Phantasm train. And uh they should. Tall man deserves to be up there with Freddy and Jason and uh Michael and Leatherface and all that. He is certifiably a horror icon. And Angus Scrimm, yet again, dope name. Just fantastic. Kane Hodder, another really good name, but Angus Scrim, that's that's a that's a cool name right there. In other news. Thanks everybody for listening. I mean, seriously, your continued support is super rad. Some flyers have been made for the podcast, so we might do a little bit of guerrilla marketing at Crypticon over the weekend. Uh, As in just, you know, pass out some flyers and be like, listen to my podcast, it's really cool. Uh, But everybody at Crypticon is pretty nice, so hey, If you're listening because of a flyer that you found at Crypticon, that's dope. That's cool. That's just proof that uh, Jamie and I's ridiculous idea actually did something. So, you know, dreams do come true. All right? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, find me on the Facebook group, which is this. This being the name of the podcast. Find me on Instagram with the initials of the podcast. I don't really know how to market this. Like, I've posted in a subreddit. Yeah, I just don't really know, like, how to do all this stuff. I'm just a small-town boy. So, uh, definitely in uh, uncharted territory for me. I'm not super savvy on any of that stuff. So, uh, hey, word of mouth. And, I don't know. If you know anybody that likes horror movies, send them my way. With that being said, next episode, Phantasm 5 Ravager. Unless I manage to get like a, another guest or something uh, between now and then. And then I don't know if I'm going to really post over the weekend because it's Crypticon and I'm going to be uh, super busy doing Crypticon stuff. And then Sunday, I'm going to go see the new Candyman movie, which will presumably be Super Rad because I've been looking forward to that for a very long, long time. Um, And yeah, so I don't know. Another episode will come out soon. It'll be Phantasm 5 and then I might do a little bit of a palate cleanser with some Italian horror uh, because I just really want to dip my toes into that a little bit. I've seen some, some classic Italian movies like Suspiria and Cannibal Holocaust and City of the Living Dead and whatnot, oh, and the beyond, but uh, I want to go in. I want to go in all the way on that. I don't know why I said I want to dip my toes in, because I definitely don't. I want to go, like, I want to belly flop into Italian horror movies. Uh, so I, you know, I'm just looking at lists, getting recommendations for ones and uh, <laughs> I'm excited to probably not understand anything that's going on in them, but see a lot of gore. So that'll be fun. All right. Take it easy. Thank you for listening. You're all amazing. I'll see you next time. Bye.